We're philosophical about dumb shit. Two pathetic, despicable human beings. No, 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 it's like hell speak. What have you boys been up to in here? The music, the hustling. We're on a yay for hustle, yay for grind, trying to collect more yay, 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 yay. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Frat Chat, episode 18. We are finally legal in this beat. My <laughs> name is Mikey, and your co-host, and that is... I am your other co-host, Carson. Hey! And I am back on a new camera, my GoPro Hero 8. So mm. you might notice that I look good, might notice that I look maybe uglier. I don't know. I am open for interpretation. But either way, let's get back into this episode. Let's get straight into this episode, excuse me, for a story time. Carson, do you have a story for us today? Yes, I do. I have a story that I potentially told on my other podcast uh, at some point early on, but... It, it it's a good story and i probably told it poorly that first time so if you'd heard this one before you know let me know uh i'm here for it this is uh the first time i ever had a pot cookie or any type of edible <laughs> marijuana and it was oh, pretty geez. early on in my drugs experience i really didn't fuck with weed almost at all uh i i had smoked it a couple of times but not really um, in any type of major way. And I hung out with this kid named Zane, who was in my third block. We had four uh, you know, periods, class periods throughout the day. And he was in my third block senior year. And he was telling me that he had made a batch of weed cookies. And I kind of was posturing to this group that I hung out with in, in this uh, in this class block that it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've uh, I've smoked a bunch of pot before. I know all about that stuff. Um, just trying to fit in. And he asked me if I wanted to buy one of his cookies. And I said yes. And so the next class period, he comes in. I have $15. He has a chocolate chip cookie with weed in it. <laughs> and it's wrapped up in two Ziploc sandwich bags. And he tells, got to contain the booth. I didn't, it did smell. It did smell. I didn't expect it to smell. I didn't know what to expect, but I didn't expect it to smell. And it did. And, um, and he was like, all right. They do be smelling though. They do be smelling. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And he was like, yeah, we just put it in your bag. I I, I put it in my bag. Oh, I put it in my pocket actually. (laughs) And, (laughs) and, uh, and he was like, just eat half of it. He told me just eat half, which as in hindsight, this guy was a real stoner. I was a, you know, kind of a fake stoner at that point. Didn't really know what I was doing. And I should have listened to that warning when he gave it to me. Because <laughs> coming from him, if he's saying just eat half, if he's the type that's only going to eat half of it, what the fuck is about to do to my brain? <laughs> um, it's about to take its toll. Oh, and my goodness. I put it in my pocket. I said, yeah, man, that's all good. That's all good. The class period had just started. About 10 minutes into class, I asked to go to the bathroom. Went to the bathroom, and I ate the whole cookie. Carson. Just ate the fucking whole thing. Carson. No. I mean, I, I at, at the time, I was just super <laughs> curious as to what it's it was going to do. I was also wildly underestimating it. Uh, people do with edibles. But, you know, if you, if you uh, as Joey Diaz says, if you walk on ice, you might as well dance. So I, 
I've never heard that, but that sounds I, great. I, I just I walked right back into class. I, I kind of gave him a smile, and he looked back at me with, you know, just facial expressions, eyebrows raised, like, you ate the whole fucking thing, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> he just knew. He knew in my smug-ass fa- like look on my face, like, you just did some shit. And, uh, and so I went back to my desk, and I, you know, I don't really remember... Uh, putting my head in my hands, kind of, the, you know, that uh, thing you do in class, you just put your head in your hands like, oh, man, I wish this thing would be over. Yes. I don't remember when I did that, but I do remember thinking, I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> I, I've been, ha- I've had my head in my hands for potentially 30 minutes. <laughs> like, I, I can't, rem- I can't remember being in this room not having my head in my hands. Like, it just seems like I, I didn't even notice it. But, like, this has been a while I've been doing this. And um, and right then, I take my fucking hands off my eyes. And the bell rings. Class is over. I've just, I just came back with 40 minutes left in the class. And I just, like, stared into my palms for that entire time. You ate and at the start, and then you just, like, teleported mentally? Basically. And this teacher, she, you know... She knew me. I was pretty vocal usually in the class, um, and we had a guest uh, speaker in that day, like a uh, you know one of her friends who was like in the industry that the class was based around. So she was speaking and presenting something. Um, so she was like, "Hey Carson, could you help uh, Miss Whatever take her things back to her car?" Like that—that's the type of shit that would never would have happened ever. Like no, but no teacher would have ever asked me to do some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, unless this situation had occurred, it just—that's how fate works, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it only happens when you mentally cannot handle that. And uh, it wasn't because she knew, right? She just actually genuinely asked you, correct? Yeah, just genuinely was like, "Hey, Carson, could you help her take her shit back <laughs> to her car?" And it was just like a big bin full of files and papers. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I got you." And at this point. When I took my hands off my eyes and I realized what was going on and I answered her, it, it felt like I was in a fucking submarine. <laughs> That's what it, it, like my vision felt like. It felt like I was looking through the front of a submarine and I was underwater. Everything was so bright. Everything was so colorful. And oh God. I, I was like just in this like numb feeling. My ears were kind of ringing. Uh, I, I really couldn't understand or comprehend what people were saying to me. Um, this lady, I took her shit back to her car. You know, we walked through the whole school, out to the teacher's parking lot where she had parked. And um, the entire time she was talking to me, I and I <laughs> did not know what she was saying. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, she's, awesome. she's sounding like an adult from uh, Charlie Brown shows. Yeah, ex- that's exactly <laughs> it. Wah, 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 wah. And uh, she could have been talking about how her husband just fucking committed suicide. And I was like, yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Like, she could have been talking about anything. And we get out to her car. I, I put the stuff in their trunk. And she was like, thank you very much. And I said, yeah, no problem. And she closes her door. And now I'm alone with my thoughts. And I'm like, what am, what's going on? This was way crazier than I thought it was going to be. I got to go to my next class. Which... I'm, I'm telling you, this couldn't have been a worse situation to do this type of thing in because my next class 
was my creative writing class, <laughs> and there were four uh, lead editors, they were called, uh, in the class that basically taught it. You know, the teacher would instruct them what to do, um, and they would kind of teach the class. They had to have taken the class previously in a previous year, and then they become that. And, you know, you, you kind of just teach the class. It's very interesting. Yeah, interesting concept. I was about to say. I, I was one of the lead editors that year. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the more outspoken ones, by the way. The one, oh one of the people God. that actually taught the class and did, the, did, did that shit. So I walk into class and, I mean, first I go to the bathroom right outside of class. And my other lead e- editor, like one of my other guys, Damon, he comes in and he sees me. And I look into the mirror, and my eyes are devil dick red. Like, red carpet red. They are bloodshot. And he looks at me, and he's like, Carson, are you high as fuck right now? I'm like, (laughs) I am high as giraffe pussy right now. I am so high. Carson, are you high as fuck? And I'm like, dude, you got to cover for me. You got to tell the teacher that I, 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 you know, I'm I'm way too tired, or, you know, I had a, a rough you know, day to day or something like that. Just just tell her something as in, give an explanation of why I'm going to be sitting there with my head in my arms, just basically <laughs> passed out the entirety of the class. Give an explanation of why that could be happening. And he's like, all right. And he covered for me. All my editors all kind of knew what was going on. So they all covered for me. They were all, uh, they were all super cool about it. That was, and, that's some homie shit right there. That's some homie shit. Yeah, no, I appreciated the fuck out of it. Even though the teacher was cool, she would have ratted on me, but it was like a, one of the cool teachers that like would have understood. So yeah, she, she's in that position where she's like, I'm like, I'm sure if she heard about it now, she'd be like, I'm glad they didn't tell me. I don't want to know that type of shit. Like, I'm not, I'm not looking to get anybody in trouble. If I see it, I have to t- tell, you know, I have to, you know, take you to the office or whatever. Yeah. But I don't want to know, and class gets out bell rings i don't look at anybody i just fucking walk out of there go huh. immediately to the uh to the car which was my sister's car um that i had been using because she was at college and she couldn't bring her car that first year so i had my sister's car hopped in the nissan juke and i just sat in the driver's seat for maybe two hours <laughs> and just tried to recollect my thoughts this did not seem like a fun time no, it was not. At least, it what was a waste not. Of Fifteen dollars. Well, it's like, at, at the same time waste. as at, at the same time as it wasn't a fun experience, it was kind of a fun experience because first of all, I had gotten completely all, away with it. Um, that, you know, that's nothing, a fun feeling. That's a fun feeling. I will say. Yeah, you know, getting off scot free when you've just oh. done something super like <laughs> super incriminating and super suspicious is amazing. There's just so uh, many times where I've been like obliterated in front of my family or just like in the <laughs> wrong setting and you're just like they really don't know, do they? They yeah, really like, fucking don't know. You kind of you, you know that just like crazy fuzzy brain, you know that 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 uh that voice in the back of your head is like am I you're getting away with this. You're doing a great job getting away with this. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm, uh I'm surprised you kicked in so fast. Yeah, no, I, I'm surprised, too. I'm surprised, too. I mean, that's the thing about edibles, is if they're not, like, made by professionals, they are wildly different. 
I've had edibles that kick in in 25, 30 minutes. I've yeah. had edibles that kick in in two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, usually, though, when I take a higher dose, it's the, the the higher the higher the dose, the quicker it kicks in. So, like a 500 milligram edible, which may I say, please don't do. You will. <laughs> Dude, that's a lot. You will be asleep for a day, <laughs> for 24 hours. To put that in context, just to put that in context for anybody that doesn't know anything about weed, 100 milligrams is too much already. <laughs> like that—that that was if I had to guess, just based on what what I've taken since. Uh, that edible he gave me was probably um, 80 to 100 milligrams. Chill. Like it was a lot. It was a ton, but. It also wasn't like fucking 500. That is that is insane shit. That's like, I can't even imagine uh, taking that all at one time. I don't know if I've ever done 500 at one time. I've only done it once, and I just would not recommend it. Unless you really want to think you're going crazy, or you think that like inanimate objects are talking to you, or if you just want to be in bed for 24 hours and wake up with a worse hangover than you somehow would have originally than with alcohol then do it the weed hangover is something to, that that is slept on i will say that like yeah I, I, i'm only speaking from experience upon consuming a 500 milligram edible like my head was throbbing harder mm -hmm. than any other alcohol hangover i've ever had i don't know why the the weed hangover doesn't give you the same um you know, body fatigue that alcohol gives you. Yeah. Like it does. It doesn't like you know. It, it's not like you're completely fucking dehydrated and sore. It's more just like. It, it's very similar to acid, which I don't know. It's a bad comparison to make um, because it, the people that would benefit off of knowing this probably haven't taken acid if they haven't taken a bunch of weed edibles. But you know, they're kind of similar in the way where you just feel mentally drained. I see that. Oh. Like, com like completely drained of everything in your fucking, in, in your brain, and to an extent in your body. Yeah, those acid hangovers will definitely do that. Oh, they'll just make you feel all nasty and gross. And <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, that, that was a, uh, that was an experience, that was one for the books, and I'm glad I kind of worked my way in after that. I didn't, um, I didn't ever do something like that again. After that, I just kind of stuck to smoking, smoking weed. Uh, my first time smoking a blunt was pretty similar because I, you know, it was me <laughs> and two other guys and we, it was a fat blunt and we fucking split it to all, you know, between the three of us. And, you know, smoking a third of a blunt when you've never done that shit before, when you've only really ever taken, like, two hits at one time. Yeah. And that got you smacked, like, that 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 that'll do you in. I recall one time I was with like some friends and uh, one one person who wasn't so much my friend. We were smoking, maybe a bowl or a blunt or a bubbler, but we had gone to this spot, and then we were walking from the spot to McDonald's. And the whole way back, I was just like, I was probably 15 at the time too. I was like, I can't put my hands down. I can't put my hands down, guys. And they were all just like. We got to McDonald's and they're like, here, drink the iced tea, like, it'll bring you down. And, like, I don't know if it was a mental thing or iced tea actually does this. Probably a mental thing, but, like, it's I the, uh, it would, like, it was cold. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. They're like, take a sip, it'll bring you down. And I, like, for, like, 
two seconds, I'd be like, guys, it's working. And then I like come back right up to my high, and then I take another. So I'm like, guys, look. And then like on the way from McDonald's back to like one of our houses, or just going to back to the city, they were all making fun of me, low key, just like, guys, I can't put my arms down. Guys, I can't put my arms down. I was like, shut up. I really was like, I could not put them down. I was just being so stupid. I was like, guys. And you'll be able to see it on the YouTube video, Carson. You can't see it right now, but you'll watch it. <laughs> oh God. Were you, were you? I take it you were kind of young, maybe. Yeah, no, I was. I was young. I was um, probably sixteen. My goodness. Yeah. Things we and do for an experience. Yeah, yeah. That that's basically all it was. Is that I drank at that point. I drank a bunch. Like I was pretty experienced at that already. But weed, I was so inexperienced, and in. I was like, I just want to go. You know dive dick deep into this and uh and i did and it bit me in the ass i got real lucky that nothing came of it um from a sense of getting in trouble or anything like that because i totally could have i think the fact that i i wasn't a stoner and i had never you know i never showed up high i never acted like that it 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 didn't set off any alarm bells it's like oh carson just must have not slept at all last night you know that that that's what i think people got the vibe of yeah, that's good too, though. Because if I showed up like that, people would have 100% know. No. Yeah, they'd, they'd be like, oh, Mikey, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Walking into high school on 420 was always the fucking funniest shit ever. Because <laughs> 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 I'd be high as fuck. And then, like, I remember just seeing every... Like, I swear all the teachers knew, too. Because, like, first of all, I just have this one vivid memory of walking through the halls. And then looking at all my, like... Not even classmates, but people that went to the school. And, like, I just see, like, students talking to the teachers. But, like, the conversations would be, like, drawn out because <laughs> they were high. And because, yeah. like, the teachers knew they were high, too. But the kids were high. The teachers knew they were high. So they were just, like, they were just, like, fucking with them. Like, oh, yeah? Is that so? Like, oh, you're feeling good? That's good. Like, I don't know. They just all knew. Unless that was my paranoia. They were probably excited. They were probably like, dude, I can finally teach these kids something. Like, they're going to shut up and listen. <laughs> Everyone's eyes were just hanging low and, like, all red as fuck. Oh, my God. It was so funny. Why did we – we always just tried to get away with that shit. And we really did, too. Oh, well, my goodness. Well, this, uh, this next part of the show – we're trying something out a little bit different here. A new segment uh, called The Bro Down. The Bro Down is a competition between your two favorite bros where week by week we go back and forth uh, giving each other uh, games and different you know, trivia uh, to test each other's knowledge and inquisitive ability. And this week it's my week to be the proctor of The Bro Down and Mikey's week to be the guest on The Bro Down. So, woo! I got a little game here that I like to call the real article. In okay. this game, I'm gonna, I, I got some news articles, some news headlines that I'm gonna run by you. And yeah. your job is to decide whether or not this is a real article headline or something I just made up. Ooh, I like this concept. All right, and- I uh, like this, I like this a lot. And you win by getting six of these right. You got to get most of them right. So you get if you get six out of ten of them right, you win the game. What do I win, a bro job? 
That, that's what you're always trying to get. You're always trying to get me to fucking suck your dick. I said a bro um, job. I guess that is a bro job. Yeah. It's a platonic blow job. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't look me in the eyes. <laughs> Just don't look me in the eyes. Just put, put on sunglasses. <laughs> that's a bro job right there. Two dudes with sunglasses sucking each other's dicks. That's a real bro job. We gotta be clout goggles. Nah. That is, that is, ugh. Alright, That's a weird image. <laughs> Alright. I'm ready to get right. into this. Alright, first Do one. Do your worst. Alright, so these could either be fake, they could be real. It's up to your, uh, your ability to decipher. Alright? Yes, sir. First one. Emus have been banned for bad behavior, a hotel in Australia's Outback says. What? Alright, the other article? Or am I just deciding if that's fake or real? If that's fake or real. Emus have been banned for bad behavior, a hotel in Australia's Outback says. That's fake as fuck. Alright, final answer? Yes, yes. That's like saying, oh, humans are banned from existing. That is a real article. Fuck you! Uh, from NPR, the emus were an attraction at the hotel. They just would come up and, you know, guests would see them, and it, it was a cool thing, especially for tourists. But they were no longer allowed on the premises after they tried to steal food from residents. Uh, they pooped everywhere, and they, the hotel staff did not realize that they could climb stairs. Well, first, they sound like a bunch of freeloaders. <laughs> Second of all, like, I mean, <laughs> that's just funny. Like, they made a whole, they, they said it. They said, okay, emus are banned. They don't even know what, the, like, I'm sure they kind of know what they're doing to an extent, but, like, it's not like they're, like, there because, like, oh, yeah, we're crashing this place. Like, just, <laughs> just looking for food, I guess. Whatever. All right, I got Question next one. Two. I still got nine more chances. Let's get this. Bro job coming in. Mall security guard fired after being caught squatting in sporting goods store. I understand that these are all gonna sound fake or real to an extent, but like... I'm gonna go with fake. Final answer? Yes. That is correct. That's a fake article oh, I just made up. <laughs> Off the spot, or did you have that prepared? <laughs> ah, never mind. But either way, I thought that was um, I thought my logic behind that one is that okay, you're a mall cop, like you can't get that job. I mean, you you would have to have some kind of money to ha like by having yeah. that job. Yeah. And so, I mean, like <laughs> mall cops are known for being loaded. <laughs> oh, yeah. Haven't you seen Paul Blart? He has a Segway. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has a Segway. He blows money on a Segway unless they have extra money, right? Yeah, lives with his mom. I mean, that's just like, that's real That's real big bread right there. Eats Snickers every day? Butterfingers? Whatever the hell he eats? I was almost going to say for um for squatting in Victoria's Secret and, <laughs> and totally inspire it by Paul Blart, but I thought you would have sniffed that out easily. Was that a scene in Paul Blart? Yeah. Oh, that's tragic, and I don't remember it. <laughs> All right, All next right. one. American Airlines removes passenger who won't stop doing pull-ups. Removes passenger who won't stop doing pull-ups? Mm-hmm. That's real. 
That Final bro answer? wanted to get yoked. Yes, he wanted to get yoked, but he's going on a commute somewhere, probably 12 hours, 8 hour flight. So I'm saying it's true. That is true. That yes! is true. That's a real article from the Huffington Post. He was <laughs> he was repeatedly asked to stop, and the plane the plane actually had to make an unscheduled landing so that he could be removed. That's extra. That's really extra. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, please stop doing pull-ups. <laughs> I mean, this, I just this is a, this is a Delta Airlines. This is not your gold gym. <laughs> what I what I thought when I when I read this one, I, I was thinking like, okay, I mean, even if you wanted to be defiant and like not stop when they asked him to, how long can you realistically do pull-ups for? <laughs> like to make the landing even possible. Like he had to be up like doing pull-ups for a while. Where was he doing them? What on the, like, up I, I need the baggage more answers. The, the baggage thing? Okay, that's fucking inconsiderate. But like, that's my guess. I I don't know. It didn't say. <laughs> There's just so many questions for that article. Like, for real. This <laughs> 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 guy right. just fucking one of the top ten uh, world bodybuilders just fucking yoked. <laughs> Flight he can't. He can't go for. He can't go for five hours without uh, <laughs> without getting swole. He does. He he get this. He does sleep pull ups. <laughs> All right. Next next article. Which number? Next article. Number three, four. Uh, the number four. Two elder elderly men sneak out of nursing home to attend heavy metal festival. True. You know that some elderly men will be fucking with Metallica, or. Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin's not metal, I don't think. But I'm going with proof. Going with real? Very, uh, very, uh, very. It's, it makes a lot of sense that it could happen, is what I'm trying to say. So, yes, final answer. Gotcha. That is real from, yes! uh, from CBS. Uh, they were quoted as saying, You're never too old to rock. <laughs> it was in yeah. Germany, by the way. <laughs> okay, that's an inch. I mean, I don't know why that would make that any more or less interesting, but to me, it kind of does. Some German grandpas. <laughs> Funny you say that, too. I was just watching Inglorious Bastards, like you told me. Next question. Next question. I'm getting this bro job. Florida <laughs> man accused of dosing pet raccoon with PCP. True. He was probably trying to do heroin or meth, and he mixed up. Or actually, he was trying to do PCP, but he probably mixed up the vaccine. He was trying to give his pet raccoon. So true. Final answer? Yes. That is fake. I made that up. What? <laughs> okay, okay. Well, let's let's take a step back. Let's look at that again. That kind of does sound kind of bullshit. How 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 would he even accidentally? I didn't say accidentally. To... I just said Florida man accused of dosing pet raccoon with PCP. Oh, I thought you said accidentally. I'm pretty sure you said accidentally. No, I, I, I accused. Either way, we'll run the tape back, but uh, <laughs> but either way, yeah, no, I just I, I figured you know, I had to throw a Florida man story in there because yeah, those I are mean, those sound real. I, I was gonna say, well, literally, as you said, Florida man, I was about to say, Florida man, oh, this is true because you know, Florida men be doing crazy fucking shit. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. All right, next one, Unbe unbeweavable. Swedish Parliament makes knitting nation's national pastime. I'd say, uh, I was gonna say true. 
True. Swedish True? aren't doing anything. Yeah, they're not doing nothing malicious. Alright. No, wait, that is yeah. It's false? That is false, yeah. Am I three wrong? Spinning yeah, isn't a sport! National pastime, not national sport. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure they do a lot better things than knitting. Not to, not to say knitting isn't bad, but I know they're into that EDM music, the hard style, OCA, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be No, I, I, I thought that one would get you just because, like, I had to throw one in there as well with a, uh, with a kitschy, stupid title. <laughs> what did you say? Unbeweavable. Uh, unbeweavable. <laughs> oh my god. Because when I was looking for the real articles, I like I saw enough of them that had like stupid ass titles like that, and I was like, I'm, like I <laughs> really, yeah, yeah, Unbelie unbelievable. Next one. All right. Which one is this? Do you know? Uh, this is uh, the seventh one. Ugh, I don't want this to end. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Canadian Zoo faces charges after taking Bear out for ice cream at Dairy Queen. That's false. Final answer? Yes. That is real. <laughs> of course it is, because the fucking bear is good, and they want to give him fucking food, and they want to treat him <laughs> like he should be treated. Uh, I knew I should have said yes. The Guardian reported True. that zookeepers took a year-old Kodiak bear through the drive-thru and posted a video of it licking a vanilla cone online. Now, the charges from the Fish and Wildlife were not because they took the bear to Dairy Queen, but because they neglected to ask permission. <laughs> Had they asked permission, they would have been fine. They would have been Had they, okay. I, I swear to God, if, if they made a formal request to Fish and Wildlife, they could have done it, but they didn't, so that's why they got charged. <laughs> I had to say that one got me. I, I could see that one being real. <laughs> and obviously it is real because you just said it was. Yeah, I, 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 didn't, I didn't make it clear before we started the game, but yeah, these are all kind of like crazy sounding news stories. All right, next, next one. Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby issues backhanded apology for anti-Semitic tweets. This is true. I, I just, I recall hearing Hobby Lobby and anti-Semitic in the same sentence a little while ago. So let's do that. Final answer. Yes. That is false. What? <laughs> it does, that 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 was an easy one to pull because that does sound like some Hobby Lobby shit to do. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't know what Hobby Lobby is. <laughs> They're a hobby store. <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, they, in the in the past they've been through controversy about being anti-gay and also um not uh like not paying for women's um what is it shit now now I'm drawing a blank um, wages. I mean, uh, I feel like it's a lot easier to be anti, anti maternity leave maternity leave. I feel like it's a lot easier to be like misogynist or. Uh, homophobic as opposed to anti-semitic because that like okay this is gonna actually this sounds fucked up I was about to say anti-semiticism is so 1940s in German era <laughs> but um I don't know you, our fucking president doesn't like women so well, he's got a, f a fair few things to say about women so that's a lot easier yeah. to believe 
But he does shop at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> and Chick-fil-A. And Chick-fil-A. Those are, those are Trump's favorite places. Um, of course, it's Sunday, too, and I can't get my Chick-fil-A. But <laughs> there was always Monday. All right. You've gotten, you've gotten five of these wrong so far, so you can't win. But we might as well just finish out the game. Of course, of course, of course. Let's play for the... Uh... I haven't really got yeah. five wrong. All right, I, 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 I didn't think I was going to get you that many, uh, that many consecutive. Shut up. You may have won right. this round. But it's not Next over one. yet. Next one. New study claims to find link between caffeine consumption and higher rates of gun ownership. What consumption? Okay. True. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. That's not my final answer. God, this one's, like, it's just, like, why do I overthink it? I should not be overthinking these because, like, you could literally make a backstory for any of these. Yet they don't have to be true. I'm going to lock in and say that that is false. Final answer? Yes. That is false. Oh, thank God. That is false. That is false. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, I was trying to make a backstory. Like, yeah, I know a lot of fucking people that drink Red Bulls and own guns. No, that doesn't make any sense. No, I don't know a lot of people like that. <laughs> no, but there are plenty of, like, dumbass, like, quote-unquote studies out in the news that you could be like, what? That is, that's crazy. Uh, and do you think we could find these if we Google them, these articles? Uh, the ones I made up? Yeah. I, I Googled the ones I made up, and there's, uh, I, on the Florida Man one, there's ones that are, there was one that was, like, surprisingly close, but not exactly. Um, okay. and what else? I, 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 most of them that I Googled, no, like there was nothing really there. Um, well, the, the study one, the caffeine and gun ownership, that one is totally, uh, there's no study that says that. You just like no, not even, ass? not even a bogus study. You just literally pulled that out of your ass. Well, I wanted to do something with gun ownership cause I, I, I felt like that seemed real. And topical. Yeah. Yeah, it just like it's it sounds like, oh yeah, they probably would do a study on that. Um, you got any more questions for me? I got yeah, one more. As well, wait, let's make if I if I get this one, what happens? Um then do you I get, get to say that you almost won. Whatever. <laughs> Lay it on me. Big avocado earns family Guinness World Record honor. That's true. Why'd you be final answer? Yes, yeah, so the final answer. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. A, a Hawaiian family won with a 5.6 pound avocado. Um, they had pretty... submitted. They had submitted one previously in in a previous year, but they didn't meet the Guinness requirements for confirming it. So they had to grow another big ass <laughs> avocado. <laughs> that's pretty big. I'm not gonna lie. That's pretty big. But like. I mean, yeah, five pound avocado is pretty big. I was just thinking maybe the biggest avocado would be like bigger. Yeah, you think, you know, like 5.6, it sounds impressive. And then you're like, wait a second, like there's avocados grow all the time. There, there hasn't been one bigger. I thought you were going to mess me up and say, you know, it was actually a squash or it was actually an eggplant. But no, 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 I didn't do nothing like that. I didn't do nothing like just barely wrong. Um, but that was the, wrong, uh, though. that was very fun. Yeah, no, that was a that was a good one. That was a good one. I just wish I 
got my prize. But there's always in two weeks when it's my turn again to be the contestant. <laughs> but that was a fun uh, bro down. That was a fun bro down. That was what a fun do bro audience? down. Yeah, so we're we're gonna be keeping track of uh of wins and losses, and if the proctor is able to uh to trip up the the contestant, they get a win. If the contestant wins, they get a win. So currently stand current standings based on the two previous games that Mikey and I played, I have two victories. Mikey has one. Yeah, whatever. But yes, that is the current standings. Also, if you somehow have a recommendation for us. Any topics to do for this game time? Or, uh, excuse me, bro down. Leave it in the comments on uh, SoundCloud or YouTube or anywhere you can comment. Yeah, it's fun. anything at all. Anything at all. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, something that, uh, you know, this was all about lying. All about, you know, my ability to create a, uh, a fabrication. And something else that I, I, I've been thinking about recently that I, I fabricate a lot on is my own music taste. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I lie about what I like um, and dislike, but I do withhold information, right? I, I don't talk about all the things that I'm into, that I'm interested in musically, because I, I feel like a lot of them would be embarrassing, which is so stupid. Um, guilty yeah. pleasures are, are such a, are, are such nonsense. Just enjoy things. Like there's no reason to, uh, care about how you'll be potentially judged for what you're into, especially with art. But, uh, some of the ones that immediately came to my mind when I was thinking about this were, uh, Hobo Johnson is a big one. I'm like really into Hobo Johnson now, and I can't you, explain why. Why do you mm-hmm. not like to say it? Is there a reason? Well, well guess- with him, with him specifically, it's like it's, you know, it's such a corny thing to be into, uh, to be into that guy because he's, you know, just like a, you know, whimsical poet type, and it, it, it totally goes against uh, what I I usually like about hip hop artists. Yeah, um, dude, that is so your guilty pleasure. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. Hello. Come home from a twelve-hour shift at work just to put your head, uh, headphones in to listen to Hobo Johnson. Like, oh yes, finally. <laughs> his new album was fire, though. His new album was fucking fire. I mean, it's not new anymore, but the, his most recent project was pretty great. I was about to say uh, new. The the another one that I was thinking about was Comethazine. <laughs> the rapper Comethazine. I everyone I have there. heard. I have heard all of the Bosky albums in full. Uh, I've listened to them all in my car, and I've bumped the shit out of them. I I don't know what it is about certain guys in that style of music. Uh, something I I call grave diggers. You know, just dudes that are like, I'm gonna put you in the fucking dirt. I'm gonna put you in a coffin because I got like a bunch of big guns. <laughs> I smoke a bunch of dope, and that's what that's all I'm gonna rap about. Oh, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna fuck your bitch like that. That's all I'm gonna rap about, and I'm gonna do it in a really like you know machismo way. Usually, those guys like it's fifty fifty with how they appeal to me, and if I think they're even like you know good at what they're doing. But something about his voice and the way he pronounces words and the the way he says things it just gets me. See, yeah, that is very different from the style you typically like. Honestly, <laughs> when I first time I heard Carmethazine, I'm like, this guy just sounds like. 
Tay-K, and I don't fuck with it. Because, like, he's rapping about the same shit Tay-K raps about, and he sounds like Tay-K. Especially that song, Come and get your man's, 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 man's. Like, <laughs> literally, that's Tay-K's voice. Yeah, it does. It does sound a lot. He does sound a lot like TK, and like with his inflection, he's rapping a lot about the same things. But it's it's cool to hear you talk about them like this, though, and in, in such a in such a I like you sense, you know? Because I'm not used to you hearing hearing that about artists that aren't necessarily as lyrical as you like usually, you know? Well, lyrical is is less of what I'm. Uh, interested in I mean that does play a pretty key yeah. role in, in the music I, that I like that's how I label it at surface level though it's like oh you like lyrical people but like I know it, it's deeper it, than that well it's not I mean honestly it's not about lyricism it's about originality uh, it, people that I tend to gravitate towards and listen to consistently I, it's because I find them to be original and bring something different you know if I've heard the style a lot before I'm like you, you're just a copycat of this other thing that I've heard and I could totally argue that about Gomethazine 100%, that he is a carbon copy of a lot of different, you know, uh, trap rappers and, and horrorcore rappers, different styles. So uh, just something about him appeals to me. Interesting. You got on anybody my, like that? On my hand, more so of a genre rather than an artist, but also I could put an artist in the genre. It's just hard style in general. I fucking love hard style so much. And I don't like to necessarily post about it. Or, I mean, I do post here and there about like hard style, but like growing up, I fucking loved hard style and I still really enjoy it. It's a uh, mostly European genre originating in Europe and maybe Australia. The dance, it, it, people do a Melbourne shuffle, which is like a shuffling dance move to this kind of music. But it's typically at 155 beats per minute. It goes like this. Boom, 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 boom. And it's very melodic. And so I really, really like it. But, like, I definitely don't tell many people about it. And I honestly, like, growing up, like, 5th, 6th, 7th grade, I really wanted to be, like, a hardstyle shuffler. And, like, they have these pants called fat pants that are, like, really baggy and, like, Add this kind of effect. <laughs> what? It, it it sounds so European. And I used to watch videos of people shuffling, and there'd be shuffle meetups, and like, oh my god, it was just so cool. And like, I actually would post videos on my Snapchat from time to time, hard style shuffling. But yeah, no, Headhunters would be that artist too. He's a bald dude from fucking Denmark. Honestly, going back to Sweden and how I was, we were talking about their national pastime. Like, music is a required class from kindergarten to 12th grade, so, like, that's why there's a lot of Swedish uh, house people, or just, not house people, but, like, media music makers. Um, maybe it's for rap. Hmm. I still like Drake. I'll always flex. That's not even anything to hide, though, because Drake's a legend. Although, you know, some diehard hip-hop people would be like, oh, you like Drake? Like, come on, how could that be in your top five? Like, he sucks. He's, like, so unoriginal. Like, fuck you. Drake is, like, a fucking goat. And you know he's well, going to be th- there's a nothing. there's nothing wrong with having Drake in your top five favorites. Um, <laughs> what, are you going to say there's something wrong having him in top five overall? I mean, there's, exactly a lot of, there's a lot of things wrong with having him in your top five overall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Carson. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, look, I'm I'm not judging you for liking Drake. I mean, first of all, plenty of people like Drake. That's a uh, that, that that's not a like you could go around playing Drake and nobody's gonna be like this fucking idiot's like he's into <laughs> Drake. <laughs> I have okay another artist that's like not really like embarrassing, and I will proudly say I like Playboy Cardi, but I like Playboy Cardi. Some people don't get him. I don't think you really get him, Carson. Do you? I do not. You just gotta like have swag. You have to possess that amount of swagger at one point in your life to really love Playboy Cardi and to really understand what he's saying. As in, my bitch, she came with a bit. Like his bitch came with a bitch. That's like a triple entendre right there, man. He, she literally came, like, squirted with a bitch. She came in the car with a bitch. And yeah, actually, I just meant double. And what's what's the other entendre? What's the triple? <laughs> But um, another thing about hip hop while we're on this topic was what was that? You were there were rap battles, Carson? Is that what what you had said? Well, well, the uh, we were talking about this earlier that versus battles are a big thing. They became a big thing in quarantine. Uh, I I don't remember who started it. I want to say it was it was somebody like Ti, just some random uh some random rapper who started. Put, pitting people off against each other, um, playing their hits, you know, just playing like their big hits. And uh, like a prime example of one that happened was Snoop Dogg and DMX, where they just went hit for hit with each other. Um, and then it became a trend on Twitter that's like, oh, I want to see these people. I want to see these people go against each other. This would be crazy, you know. I think, I think Biggie. And Pac, obviously they're not here, but I think if there was a Biggie and Pac one, that would be fucking dope. For obvious reasons, I mean, you got the yeah. East Side King, the West Side King, the legends, the rap legends, although I know Carson T- Tupac is nowhere near your top five or ten. Yeah, he's near think? it. He's not in it. Let's go Let's go tip for tat. What's, what, what's one you would want to see and why? One I would want to see specifically is the um, is the Flatbush Zombies versus the ASAP Mob, Ooh. Um, because I think that and, and the ones that I'm gonna be bringing up aren't necessarily hit for hit battle like what songs got popular, but more about like who's got the doper shit. And Flatbush Zombies have. Uh, came out and said they're very much old heads they're very much uh you know you know mu- this new era of rap sucks they don't like it but they uh they, they said that like the only people still keeping it real out here are the asap mob that's really? it yeah shout out and, to asap though and i think they should collaborate more first of all but i think that would be such a crazy battle because you got um while the asap mob as a collective doesn't have too too many crazy uh crazy amazing songs like they're they're pretty inconsistent as a collective but like you also got ferg and rocky who have their own catalogs that are pretty uh that are pretty dense i'm sure most of them have their own catalogs too but just like yeah but not really popular (laughs) yeah but i'm i'm thinking about just like who like i i don't think anybody in the mob Outside of the outside of Ferg and Rocky are gonna pit any of their shit up against a Flatbush Zombies track because that the, like they just get their lunch eaten. But I I don't know, man. I think that would be crazy. I think that'd be crazy. They both got just 
back catalogs big enough to to make that happen. And then at the end, they could perform bath salts together, and it'd be a great time for everybody. That sounds pretty cool. That sounds pretty, pretty cool. I was about to say I've never heard bath salts, but I definitely have. You probably showed me. I, that's, and that's a cool explanation, too. I think something for me, now that I just think about it, Brockhampton and ASAP Mob would be kind of cool. They're completely different in the sense Yeah, that would, that would be a cool contrast in that way. Yeah, I mean, they're both, I mean, Okay, let's. We know Brockhampton calls himself boy band, like the new boy mm-hmm. band. And Rock, I mean, the Mob isn't necessarily a boy band yet, but they are a rap group composed of all men. And like you said, the contrasting styles would be so interesting. Also, I would love to see Rocky and Chance go neck and neck. Not that their styles are even closely similar either, but like they're the two biggest acid heads in rap, in my opinion. At least that I'm fans of. Well, that that's also another reason why Flatbush would work really well in that situation, because that's like almost their whole aesthetic is acid and psychedelics and trippy shit. I think that'd be dope. Do you got another yeah, one? No, yeah, no, I got I got some more. <laughs> yep. I, I've been I've, I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, who are the uh, who are the best matchups? I, I I was thinking about putting Doom in there somewhere. Like, who would I like to see Doom go up against? But he would. Not only would he never ever do anything like that, I just think it would it would almost be disrespectful to the aesthetic he's built to to put him in a situation like that. <laughs> How about like, just Doom I, versus versus Mr. Fantastic? Oh, so they get to play two songs and then they're out. <laughs> I was going out there the same person, but I guess yes, I guess that. Damn, damn, Doom could do that. He could just go against his alter egos. <laughs> uh <laughs> That would, that would be pretty dope that would be a pretty dope uh dope matchup right there but um no my big one i'd really like to see is i would like to see and, and this is kind of weird this is kind of just like a weird thing but i'd like to see Nicki minaj and danny brown Nicki and who danny brown interesting yeah, and here's why. Here, I'll I'll explain myself because I'm obviously they're super super duper different. But yeah, I I think the thing that connects them is that they're both they've both in their careers been really good at being the you know kind of insane voice on the track. You know the crazy over the top voice on the track. Uh, Danny obviously has his like really high pitched register, and you know he just go kind of goes nuts and goes ballistic. And yeah. Nikki, especially in like the you know Pink Friday days, that was her whole thing was like kind of psycho, you know, kind of just being like psycho on the track. Uh, Monster is the perfect example of you know people hearing one of her verses and she just goes off, but she's also you know rapping about some crazy shit and going really up and down in the register. I think it would just be uh, a battle of you know who can who can get crazier. You know who who's gonna get wilder? Hell yeah! yeah. Yo, Nikki. No one. People can't. We can't ever forget about Nikki. You know, we got Megan The Stallion and Cardi B nowadays that are kind of taking Nikki's spotlight. But Nikki is their grandmother, yo. That's yeah, I mean, Nikki. Old. Nikki was huge for for um, uh, you know, women in rap. Like, just she was huge for getting as mainstream as she's gotten. And um and she brought in the era 
of like really, you know, body confidence, like like good looking girl. The anaconda. Um, yeah, just that that type of vibe. So and I think she ushered that in to a certain degree. So I I mean, yeah, I don't think anybody's ever gonna forget about Nikki and how crazy her influence has been. Oh, well, now that you said Nikki, that opens up a lot with me. Like, I have three different, four different people I would want to see Nikki go off with. Nikki and Cardi. Yeah, yeah. N- Nikki and Eminem. Interesting. Nikki and PP Cocaine. I don't think you know who PP Cocaine is. I know who PP Cocaine is. She's got that, that style is so crazy. She, I like she, her. I like her a lot. Hello! Like, only reason I know her is because of TikTok, and she's literally all over TikTok, like her songs. Oh my god! Yeah, I I only learned about her a couple of days ago. I don't even remember how exactly. I think a coworker showed me that song DDLG almost as a joke, and um, and he was like, "Yeah, isn't this silly? Like, kind of in the you know, isn't this silly? Isn't this like a stupid thing?" And I was listening, like, man, this is hard. This is really fucking hard. She's like, so into it though, and like, I mean, I was trying to like, I was watching interviews just to like see like what she's actually like when she's not rapping, and it's very, it's a very big contrast. But like the way she gets into her own verses is fucking crazy. Yeah. It's oh my trap god. Bunny bubbles. <laughs> she screams that shit. I might have to do a song by. I might have to do a peepee cocaine song. Oh. I think my GoPro's dying. But I have my other video on my laptop, so that's okay. It's just dead. <laughs> but that's okay. But I guess... With that being said, I think it's time, Carson. Yeah. I think it's time. Remind me what time it is. It's time for that, uh, that booty popping. What? Pop locking. Excuse me? Summer sausage. Uh, okay. <laughs> Take them hostage. Uh huh. Put them in a coffin. Oh yeah. Song of the week. Oh really? <laughs> That's a bunch of things that just didn't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I was gonna about. To, I didn't actually have one in mind, but now that I'm thinking about it. I'll save PP Cocaine for another week. This song of the week, it's going to be Borderline by Tame Impala. Now, Borderline by Tame Impala. Great, 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 great jam. I think Carson had mentioned to me either on podcast or off a podcast. He said that he chose that one song from last week because it wasn't so mainstream. Or, I mean, obviously you liked Stupid, but, like, you know... Yeah, it's it's not the hit, you know, it's not the big hit that people know about. Borderline, on the other hand, is the, kind of that big hit off Tame Impala's newest album. Mm-hmm. And it's such a jam, like, and it's cool because I feel like, you know, if you've never heard of Tame Impala, you could still enjoy it. And if you're an older person, you could even still enjoy it too, because it's got this disco-y 70s vibes, like, one, two, three, that dance vibe too, with 100 BPM. And it's just, oh my god. Kevin Kevin Parker is just a genius, and what he did with that album is great, and what he did with that track is great. It's just got a nice flow. It's got a nice bop to it. I I love that song. I really, really like it. I don't have too much else to say. I wanted to, I wanted to let it speak for itself. 
but yeah, um, it's a it's it's a good um, you know he he's definitely very talented, and I, I remember hearing commentary on Tame Impala. Uh, I think Anthony Fantano was the was who I'm remembering, but he talked about it like. It's very interesting that Tame Impala even got popular in the first place um, because there's a lot of music like that. There's a lot of like, you know, kind of psych rock, you know, dancey vibe, uh, you know, very ethereal. And they like Tame Impala just happened to be very right place, right time to blow up in the mainstream and also to blow up with people that are normally hip-hop fans people that are normally hip-hop fans are into tame impala i think tyler the creator had something to do with that to an extent tyler rocky they they've mentioned him plenty of times. yeah i mean rocky rocky worked with him oh yeah on um yeah a couple things and yeah no the way he's the way he's he's the way he's broken into the modern hip-hop scene is fucking cool and I'm really yeah. glad that people are collaborating with him. Like, blah, 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 collaborating with him. Like on Astro World, he had that track with the Weekend and Travis Scott. Awesome mm-hmm. track. Ooh, should that be the song of the week? No, no, no. Borderline will be good. But um, and I remember just watching an interview of him, just talking about his recording process and with that album and the way he just locks himself in his like room and he just has his instruments all spread out and he just does a hundred takes of just one line like one verse he'll do a hundred takes for and that's like that just that's just yeah that's like ex- stanley that's like stanley kubrick type shit you know just nothing but perfection yeah i was about to say that's an example of his dedication to his craft and that's a, such a beautiful thing and i've got nothing but respect for the guy and honestly i would ins- aspire to be like him one of these days not copy him of course but just i'm inspired by him to an extent but I'm, I'm really I'm really happy with how that's happening in hip hop. That there are bands and and artists at, that don't make hip hop music that uh, these artists are collaborating with. Um, Blood Orange is another example of like a band that has just gotten crazy amounts of like recognition from the hip hop community in a bunch of different ways and on a bunch of different artists' albums. It's cool that these minds are thinking like this, and our minds will be thinking outside the box too when we drop our music. Isn't that right, Carson? I hope so. <laughs> it could it could be just some trash. <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> but either way, I think this is me signing off. Before we actually sign off, I will say. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. Follow us on YouTube or subscribe to us on YouTube. That's RVA Podcast Collective. Retro Vegan Asshole Collective. Podcast Collective. And follow myself on Instagram at the Colossus of Clout and Mikey on Instagram at Mikey LG. LG, baby, for large. <laughs> but thank you so much for tuning in this week. It's been a yeah, great thank time. Thank you guys for. Thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, let us know if there's any other games that you want us to play and uh, any other topics you want us to talk about. With that being said, hope you all have a great week. Bye. Bye.